good to know. Hey nerds, it is the Spirited Nerds back another night to go over The Flash, the 2003 box office, not a mega hit, what would you call it? Uh, the a, a soft hit? The soft hit? Yeah, I'll do yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> back to recap that movie uh, we'll get into our thoughts and what we thought about it and then have a little a little fun at the end but first um, just ask that you kindly follow us on all the things all the social media leave us a, a comment leave us a review tell us what you think tell us what you want to see more of or less of and yeah we need suggestions yes, yes now more do. than ever with the strikes Otherwise, we're just keep going back into the vault and just pulling out movies and just being like, what do we think? Which I kind of like, but I don't know. Yeah. We just want to make sure you do. But before we do that, we are the podcast where we kind of just drink and talk things. So we're going to start it off with what we're drinking. So, David, what are you drinking tonight? Okay, so a couple weeks ago, well, a couple episodes ago, I, I mentioned that I was going to start trying a little bit harder. And so I did. Um, I have bourbon, but... I have Eagle Rare 10 year because I actually got to the ABC store when they did their limited run announcement. So I'm drink I'm drinking better bourbon than I would usually drink. Nice. Yeah. Pinkies. Pinky I also up. tried hard this time. So this weekend I'm going somewhere, so I bought all these ingredients. Okay. So it's like um the drink is called the trailer park punch. But because I, I'm not making a giant punch, I just made like a mini version of it. So it's a mm -hmm. shot of tequila, half a shot of triple sec. And then I, but I did like an orange flavoring um, instead of like a juice. And then um, it's supposed to be with limeade, but I, I don't have like the whole thing thawed. So yeah, it's just tequila, like orange flavoring and triple sec. It's super good. I was really shocked in some lime. It's a, almost a margarita, but without this, the sweet and sour. I'm just confused by the name. Yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, it doesn't the trailer sound... park. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, the trailer park punch is supposed to be frozen limeade concentrate, mm -hmm. tequila, water, triple sec, and then lime juice. And then you, so I'm not sure where the name came from. Maybe someone in the trailer park invented it, but that's the punch. Maybe the frozen limeade brings it down, and that's why they're like his trailer. Maybe park the concentrate. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows. <laughs> Um, but it's super good. Ooh, we like that. I am keeping it kind of, I, I'm, I really am going to try again one day. I, my freezer in my fridge and everything is low. Blackberry, Austin East Ciders, Blackberry Cider. I don't know if I've had this flavor, but it's really, really good. I really, really like this brand. It's a cider? Mm-hmm. Nice. We've I had like it before. It. Yeah, I've, I've had, yeah, I've had the peach... And the blood orange. Blood orange is what kicked it off for mm. me. The blood orange is really good. And then I've had peach. So this time I picked up some blackberry. Really? Say, yeah. I had the blackberry one one time. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't messed with them yet. Nope. The only one I, I feel like I haven't tried is just their original regular degular regular cider. I'm never, I'm never going to try it. I don't think. Oh. Yeah. Definitely yeah. go back to the blood orange though. All right. Uh, so we're gonna continue. We're gonna keep our DC train rolling. 
We're going to keep it rolling. We watched The Flash. Came out this year, 2023, with Ezra Miller, uh, the the main actor playing The Flash. Who else is in this in this movie? We had Michael Keaton. We had Ben Affleck. We had Michael a lot Shannon. Of cameos. Yeah, Michael Shannon, who I want to play Zod forever. I never want them to take him out of that role. Yeah. Um, so we had a lot of people playing in this movie. Um, so I don't know where to start. To with probably this. start with Ezra. <laughs> Mariah, you clearly have feelings. not not to not to get it out of the way and, and not to push him aside. But I think it's important to talk about the controversy of Ezra Miller and like why this movie didn't do as well as it could have done in the theaters. You want to talk it, about that before we talk about the actual movie? I was about to say, I feel yeah. like that should be like an after. <laughs> Mariah's ready to go. <laughs> no, right, that's well. we, we can save it to the end. That's fine. But <laughs> I... <laughs> it's it's a bit it's a big giant like you know well, knock out like a synopsis movie, first. So. I, I was I was gonna say so the movie is basically uh where the Flash uses his superpowers to travel back in time to save his mom. So if anybody has ever seen the Flashpoint Paradox, it really is pulling a lot of the the story from that story where his mom dies in his timeline, so he goes back into time to try to save his mother. When he does that, he accidentally um, he realizes that there are no meta humans, so there's no Aquaman, there's no Superman in his timeline. Uh, the Batman isn't the same, um, but his mom is still alive. But him going back in time, unfortunately, did bring around some negative con- side effects, consequences that he has to try to undo. And then he eventually learns that can't can't bring her back. It is it's kind of that fixed point, as we've talked about in Marvel where there, there are things that need to happen in your timeline or in your with you, with your story. Um, so he goes back to his, his time. So um, I will say, not to talk about the controversy around Ezra at this moment, but there was controversy to the point where a lot of people did not want to see this movie. So did you two see this in the theaters or did you see it at home? When did you see it? So I saw it. Originally, I won free tickets through One Iota to go see like a pre-screening. Oh. So the pre-screening though was um, it wasn't the full thing. So I saw it the first time, and then I went and saw it in theater the second time um, with Eric. And it was it wasn't completely different, but there were definitely a few different scenes or things were taken out or things actually made sense that didn't make sense to me the first time because they added it in. So it was a little bit different. And then I just watched it on my TV last night, bootleg and. It, it looked kind of weird on the TV. Because um, you were watching a bootleg no, version. Yeah. No, I no, mean... no. I, I, the the CGI. You know, the, well, the CGI part. Like I, I, when Ezra plays against himself in the theaters, I thought it looked really good. But last night when I was watching on TV, like I could really see, like the CGI ness of like when it was like when he was side by side. So it was, um, it was weird. Okay. So I don't know if it was just the screen or how it's filmed. It's like better to be seen like in a theater, so you don't like catch all the small details of like the bad CGI they had. But I don't know. But yeah, so saw it a couple times. Then that's really that's interesting. That and we'll come back to that. That you saw it the very first screening of it when, like you said, it was it wasn't finished yet when they originally showed mm-hmm. it to people. So yeah, when people did see it the second time in theaters, they did realize that hey, this isn't what I saw the first time. So we yeah. will come back to that. David, how did you end up watching it? So I ended up watching it both times at home. I mean, like in the last week, I don't like I, I had no intentions on really watching it. And then me and my oldest son were just kind of hanging out 
and watched it the first time kind of as a joke and then watched it the second time not even knowing we were going to talk about it just because i really liked it and wanted to watch it again so okay yeah. so nice. i too just recently watched it at home over the weekend <laughs> so. how many times did you pay for it hey no hold on man <laughs> tell the truth man what do you mean you said over the weekend okay trigger <laughs> I started it over the weekend. I got a good 45 minutes in. And yes, I rented it on Amazon. And on Amazon, when you rent it, you have 48 hours to watch it. And if you do not yeah. finish it in 48 hours, it's gone. Well, Beyonce also happened this weekend for me. So I unfortunately did not get a chance to go back in and finish it before I had to drop another $19.99 on it to rent it again. But I'm telling myself, I'm justifying it with, if I saw it in theaters, I would have paid about that much between me and my kids to go see it. So I essentially mm. just paid box office price at home to rent a movie, which is, it sounds insane when I say it out loud like that. But what yeah. can I do? Whatever. Um, <laughs> the So when we were doing the DC rankings for the other movies, we started with the super, like the hero cast. So in this movie, we had The Flash, we had General Zod, we had Batman, we had Wonder Woman. Yeah, Am I missing second. anybody? Supergirl. Uh, so I say Supergirl. And like That's about it. 15 different Supermen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they did the Irish <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you think about the superhero lineup? I, I never liked forced cameos and Wonder Woman yeah. felt forced. Um, mm -hmm. Aquaman felt, I mean, so Aquaman, even though it kind of serves a purpose as an end credit scene, it also felt forced. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I know a lot of people didn't. I kind of, I liked the Superman part when they were, you know, everything was kind of coming together. You could see all the different ones. I, I enjoyed it. Uh I, I enjoy his relationship with Batman a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that... I, and I didn't, I thought Michael Keaton was going to annoy me as Batman, but Why'd I think, think I came because it felt like a gimmick, like just throwing Michael, like, cause at first I was really excited about it. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, this is just going to be fucking gimmicky. But right. telling you, I came out the other side of this, like he's probably my favorite Batman now. Yeah. He wasn't before. No, it was close before between him and Christian Bale because I because it sounds weird. I think Christian Bale is is a better Batman. Like if I had to picture who Batman was, I I picture Christian Bale, right? Right. But Michael Keaton is is Batman to me. Like the way he like he's cool as shit about it, so he kind of brings his own thing into it. And I like I like watching him as Batman more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> Mariah, you have thoughts clearly. Looking at the the Trello notes about the cameos, one is yeah, about man. the Ray Fisher <laughs> and the cyborg, and he was a very yeah man. You, I mean, I well, I read like after we watched, I was like, they totally just like cut him out, and I guess he he was removed because he doesn't want to do anything that. Uh, one of the executives that was on it is a part of, and it was all after that whole Joss Whedon comments that he yeah. kind of came out and said, and so they just kind of, I mean, this film has been in the work for like a decade. I mean, I think it's been being filmed for a very long time. So I'm not sure if he was in it at some point and then he got cut um, or if he just said, no, I'll 
altogether because I think those allegations came out sooner than when this all like started being filmed. But mm. and it kind of at least showed something. I mean, they even show like which I assume is Henry Cavill's back when he's like doing his laser the, the, beams the, at yeah. the at the lava. So they could have like shown something of Cyber. I mean, I know they mentioned him like he looks up Victor and he, you know, he's just like, oh, he's still a track star. But that's like kind of lame. Yeah, that was a, a lame so. way of including him, but not including him. I yeah. Thought. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, at least he's doing good. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He could he could have looked him up and found out, you know, he was dead Coke or addict. something. Yeah. yeah. Face down yeah. in the gutter. True. Yeah. <laughs> could have been worse. <laughs> um, I, I thought it, some of the cameos were weird to me. Like, um, it was kind of like a deep cut into nerddom. Like, you had to know that at some point Nicolas Cage did yeah. test stuff for Superman. I had no idea yeah. that he did it. Yeah. So I was wondering why I was looking at Super, like Nicolas Cage or Superman and why he had such long hair and what was happening. Had no idea. Um, Eric had talked about it like a while ago. So when I saw it, I was like, oh shit, this is what you were talking about. And apparently the the scene where they have him with the spiders, Kevin Smith wrote that scene for like a movie or for something, like a project. And right. Yeah. Made it realities, which is pretty funny. Yeah. For a Superman project where he couldn't be in his traditional suit and he yeah. couldn't fly. Which, how do you make Superman not be in his iconic suit and not fly? Very weird. Yeah. Um, make Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yes. I feel like the flying thing would bother me more than the suit thing. Like, like I feel you, like yeah. I would be okay with Superman in a different uniform completely. But if you tell me Superman can't fly, I, that that bother me. I feel like you'd be okay with it. Half of the comic book world probably wouldn't. Um, of course. Yeah. 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 So. Very, I think that is a big deal to not have him in his iconic blue and red suit. Um, yeah, so those are the cameos. And as far as like the cast and how they interacted with each other, we definitely liked the Batman Flash interaction. Yeah. How about the Flash Flash interaction? I loved it. Loved I it, yeah. really enjoyed the way that, I, and this and this is why you talk about Ezra Miller and art and artists. Like he is so good. And in, in the way that he played off of himself and he took like his character that he is now, which is a little goofy and a little whatever. And then you put him with like his 18 year old self, who's like obviously going to be much more annoying and much more like giddy and, and ridiculous. And he just really did well playing those two characters, kind of this more mature-ish, you know, flat Barry and then his younger Barry. I, I really liked it a lot. It was funny. It, it was really good writing. I, I yeah. David, what were you going to yeah. say? The exact same thing. I thought it was amazing. Um, yeah. Those those scene, those scenes where he's he kind of looks at himself like he really can't stand himself. Yeah. He does such a good job of playing somebody who's going through all of this emotional shit and somebody who's just along for the ride. And there's like yeah. a really tight window there where you can overdo it. And he was right there the whole time. Yep. Like, didn't ne- never cross either way into being unbelievable or too mm-hmm. laid back. Yeah. Awesome job. Yeah. There was a scene that when they were in the room, the two of them together and flash was running around in his room the the older bear was running around in his room and he slowed down and he looked at the monkey on the dartboard. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. 
why are you lingering on that? And then when they were in the bat cave and he was like, you use monkey as a dart, as like a, a dartboard. Yeah. Like what is, I, I could tell it was very. Because that's something the mom gave him when he was young and he yeah. lost his mom. So he, that was a cherishable item. Whereas mm-hmm. Barry, who's always had the mom, it's just another, another gift or whatever that the mom gave him. Not really important. Yeah. That scene, that whole scene, that, that was a pretty, that was a tough scene. I was like, Oh, this, you kind of, you forget that he doesn't have his parents. It, it's not just yeah. his mom that he lost. He lost his dad also. So he doesn't yeah. have his parents and the other one does have his parents and he's acting like a spoiled brat. Whereas the other yeah. one had to kind of grow up sooner rather than later. Um, mm-hmm. Tough, man. Poor thing. I, I felt awful for him. Um, no, Barry, like the flat, he really has one of the like really saddest, like, I don't know, characters and like development and like, I mean, his whole thing is to go back in time to change the past to save his mom. Like, that is, like, what The Flash is trying to do. And it's, it's I don't know, it's just sad to think about, like, that's your whole, like, mission is just to go back in time and yeah. save your mom. Yeah. Can't do it. I wish I could go back in time and fix some things, but no. Stay the course. Nope. Uh... The villain in this movie, General Zod, didn't really feel like a villain to me. It was interesting. <laughs> I don't I don't really feel like there was a villain in this movie. This movie felt like a just like a yeah. life lesson type of movie, I, yeah. I guess. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. yeah. It didn't feel like they were fighting anything other than themselves. Yeah, I think I, I think I Zod was there just to put an exclamation point on what they already figured out that look you can't change it right and mm-hmm. because you know like because because just so you know you can't change it here is this exact same scenario that turned out great last time without us but now here we are helping so we figure it's going to get you know it's going to get resolved even quicker because we've got supergirl and we got batman with us and there's two flashes where before superman had to do this all by himself so this should be a cakewalk right Mm -hmm. and then they figure out shit we lost and we're going to keep losing and so the villain wasn't really zod it was just Mm -hmm. you know them them having to realize that there's some shit you can't change even though it's really going to fucking suck that you can't yeah yeah so that whole you everything was everybody was about to just die that is like zod won in that world that's so weird to me Cause we're not used to seeing the, we're not used to seeing them win. That was weird to me. Oof. I don't know. Yeah, I'm also kind of surprised. I, I actually thought going into it, it was going to be more of like a, um, reverse flash, you know, as the villain kind of story, like that's where they were headed to. But yeah. I, I do like this kind of change and the way it ended. Maybe if they were planning on doing more movies and they could have like, the rever- I mean, because the reverse flash anyways kind of is always in the background manipulating things. So if they would have done like a trilogy, maybe they could have had him at the end, like some yeah. type of mastermind or something. But I don't I was actually kind of shocked they didn't do far. reverse flash too, because it a lot of this felt so much like Flashpoint Paradox. I was just like, you're already right there. Why am I not seeing reverse flash? What is happening? Why Yeah. am I not getting that? I... I'm still kind of I'm kind of unclear as the other Barry that was like crystallized and stuff as the to what he flash. was. What was he? He wasn't reverse. He was flash. Dark, 
No, the dark flash. Oh. Is that a real so you see it? So, so when young Barry starts to create his costume out of the old Batman, it already kind of has, like, it's a little bit darker. I think that was, like, the first steps of creating, like, the dark flash. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's, like, comes from a past or this is, like, something that they created for it. But, I mean, he's just, like, the, the Barry who can't stop, who cannot give up, who wants to continue trying and trying and trying and trying. And then this is what happens to you. You, like become it yeah, dark and bitter you. and it can cons- exactly <laughs> it consumes you it, dark flash is just the consumed flash yeah oh i felt bad for him poor little thing um don't know if he's a real person or not i hope or a real comic character i, I it just threw me off i was like i you, uh, we're right here even to the point where he's giving his electrocuting himself to give his powers back i was like i what are what are we doing yeah i don't know um some of the scenes so we start off with uh batman and um is driving through gotham actually so barry is being called into gotham to come help because batman is off doing bigger and better the falcons have stolen a virus and he's off stopping them so barry can handle this little hospital that's about to fall into the ground um (laughs) we get our first cgi scene from that in him going back and forth and then the baby shower scene (laughs) Throw that whole seat away. I mean, Are you serious? Though no, no, I oh, could not st- those CGI babies were so hilarious. Mariah, that was but funny. Here's thing. my thing. The, I'm talking about the visual. The I visuals. Know, but I mean, the visuals were you, hilarious. That those it, I just can't get over those CGI babies. They but I think I think that was what the, made it so funny. People were talking about it like it was just bad CGI. So I was like, when this scene started to come up. I was expecting to see bad CGI, but you recognize they did that on purpose. Like yeah. that's how they wanted the scene to look. It was it was just supposed to be a funny scene. <laughs> like they weren't they, yeah, they but... didn't want real babies flying out a window. Like <laughs> no, of course, but it just it just looked it was too. I, I didn't like the way it looked. It felt very Deadpool-y, Ryan Reynolds-y to me. Yeah. With the way the babies and everything were flying out the window. And then I also thought it was very funny. I was like, someone sat in a writing room and thought of, how many different ways can I kill a baby falling out of a hospital window? And and yeah. put it in, and voila, we got we saw it. My and man it was- had a whole bottle of acid just flying at his face. <laughs> <laughs> the little shard of glass slicing open the, the teddy bear or the baby or the... Yeah. I, thought it, I thought it was gold. I, I love Mariah, it. not impressed. I, okay, I will say this. So, like, the first time I went to go see the movie, obviously it was, like, free. It was, like, fans. It was people who really wanted to go. Man, that crowd ate everything up. They were laughing like crazy. It was, like, why, I mean, this throughout the whole movie. The second time when it was just people going, it wasn't as big of, like, the reaction to, like, that scene or others. So I think it just depends on, I don't know, your interested a lot to of, it or you're like but a lot of people hate watched this and i could tell because like oh yeah the people Definitely. who did talk about it on twitter i mean it was they hated every second of it and sitting down to watch it i was like man i'm getting into some bullshit here and i'm like what the fuck was everybody so mean is a strong word because it's a fucking i mean you know it's, it's a it's a movie company whatever it doesn't yeah. have feelings but like people were being really fucking mean about it to the point where no. I was just I was expecting something terrible. No, I think there were a lot of things to like quote unquote hate. I mean, besides whether you didn't like Ezra Miller for the things he's done, you like uh, uh I don't even know his name, Gavin something or whatever the flat the CW's Flash, and you wanted him to be the Flash. Right. Um, you 
are not okay with Ezra being, you know, he's identifies as they and non-binary, you know, so maybe you're not okay with that. So I think there's just a lot of things and a lot of different groups that could come up with some reason to hate this movie, but the directing, the writing, like, you can, I mean, it's, the writing it's was awesome. a bad movie. Even if you mm-hmm. hate the, 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 the actor, that baby shower scene was, was gold. <laughs> Top notch. Gold. Stop fucking nuts. Shauna, I know you're just joining us, but we're talking about the infamous baby shower scene from The Flash where he had to rescue falling CGI babies out of a hospital window. And the writer thought of how many different ways can I murder a baby that's falling out of a hospital window? And it went from fire to a microwave to um, uh, Davis, like acid. Lots of different threats coming at these babies. And the Flash saved them all. So after a snap. Yeah. Yeah. He was our hero. That's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he saved the therapy dog. So oh, yeah. Oh, that that's, the dog. that's important to note. Because yes. otherwise we all know we all know that Denise would have turned off the movie had he not. So <laughs> would have. I will say it was funny um in the credits watching the therapy dog watch everyone around him get saved. And then he's watching. He, yeah, my man I thought he was done for. <laughs> didn't you <laughs> i would have thought so too um so it was nice to see that hand come up at the bottom and save him at the very last second so um we fast forward a little bit and we get to the bridge scene where uh they finish they they save the day batman is standing there wonder woman is has them all tied up with the lasso of truth around them and we hear batman say some truths and one of them is if I really wanted to, I could end crime. I could end poverty. But basically, he's a billionaire. He could just end it in Gotham. He can totally just wipe it out. So at this point, the writer is hinting at it's a choice for him. He doesn't have to let this crime run rampant in Gotham. He can stop it at any point. He just chooses just not to. Spending his money, enjoying his free time. But it's funny because in the comics, we do see him give donate his money like it's the hospital. And, you know, there are things that he gives his money to, like even in the movie, the the hospital was named after. Yeah, I saw that. So he's giving his money away. So is is he not donating to the right causes? What's Bruce doing? I don't think I don't think he's giving his money away to the point. If you're if you are a billionaire, you have not given enough money away. Yeah, I mean. And I, and I think I think you that's what he's doing. Like he like he knows he could do more to actually solve these problems if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. But building a hospital makes him feel better about, you know, beating up pickpockets at two a.m. <laughs> also, like keeps up his appearances as a billionaire because you know people would want to see Bruce Wayne as billionaire Bruce Wayne doing those things. So it keeps him out of yeah. like being suspicious but he also seems like he's crunched the numbers and he knows exactly what the tipping point would be for giving too much too much money and then not being able to have his little side gig but um yeah (laughs) i don't i'm not that good with with numbers i couldn't do it (laughs) (laughs) i just thought that was funny i i now want someone to look into uh bruce wayne's giving charitable givings because i want i don't want to know where they're going because i i'm on this now too if you could stop this we could gotham could be a beautiful place but instead it's the shit show that we all know and love um the chrono bowl 
when he figures out how, you know, when he accidentally runs too fast and he runs into this chronobole, which is the powers of his, or basically where all his powers are held. We see that he can see all of his life events right in front of them. If he runs fast enough or back fast enough or whatever, he can turn things backwards, step into different times. Mariah, you have thoughts on this, looking at the notes. <laughs> I, I think that the idea is really good, but I'm not sure if I really like the execution. Like, I don't know. I, I don't even really have a suggestion to give on how I think it was better. But if I saw someone do it differently and I would like recognize that this looks better than whatever we just saw, it just looked too artificial, too fake. Like maybe if they were like 2D or cutouts or coming at them or I don't know. I, I just didn't like the way that it looked. Even after the third time, I was like, it did not grow on me. Like the arena stadium style? That's yeah. Well, th- like the, no, the way that the, the, the people look like the way the character, like the images that were going around. Look, I didn't like like the way that it, it like looked. It looked like weird. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was... I, it's, I mean, the same reason I also thought the babies were cringing. I just didn't like the way that they looked. You know, I, the execution just wasn't there for me. But I like the idea. It was different. Mariah hates babies. Go ahead, David. What were you about to say? <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, once once again, the babies were perfect. Um <laughs> But I do agree. Once, like, once the ball stops and he's in that arena, and you see all the different faces, and you can tell they're CGI, and they're also there's just something a little bit off about them, and it it makes it yeah. uncomfortable. Like, I like I know I could I know I could be watching something better, and like you said, I don't know what that better would have been, but I know that what they showed me wasn't their best idea. <laughs> so he goes back in time. He actually picks up the right tomatoes puts them in, but then accidentally gets stuck and meets himself. Shauna, you have talked about in the past where your superhero, your superpower would be time travel. And you have very distinct rules to where if you meet your past self, there are certain do's and don'ts that you must follow when you meet yourself. Well, like, I don't know if I actually would remember all the rules that I set out last time because I felt very passionate in the moment. But here's okay. So here's something that I did want to clarify here, because this is something that I am confused about. And it might just be a me thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there to the group. You tell me how you think about these things. So I, I, I don't know if it was already said I didn't watch this movie. But to me, Time tra- time travel and multidimensional travel are different things. So when I think about time travel, I think about myself going back and forth in time. But if I think about like multidimensional travel, I think about going like laterally through time. So I, mm. I think maybe like in Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness, I think at one point America Chavez like is like oh shit dinosaurs. In my mind, she's just in a multiverse. She's in a universe now where the dinosaurs still exist. She didn't go in the past. Like you can't do both. So what is happening in this movie? Is he doing both? Because that is totally like I to me that just breaks so, my brain. In this movie, oh David, you go ahead. You explain it. Michael Keaton actually does an amazing job of explaining with spaghetti um, noodles. Yeah, how it works. So essentially, it's not it's not linear, and that's where. A lot of people in, in in this movie, like the way they explain it, a lot of people mess up because people see time as a linear thing where it's not. It's moving forwards and backwards and sideways and every which way at the same time. So if you in this in in this world 
are to travel backwards, you're not just breaking that one point. You're breaking an infinite amount of points at one time, and you become almost like the the center of that fuck up or the center of that confusion. So it's not so much of a back in time thing. It's back in time in one of an infinite number of directions. Yeah. See, I don't like that. My brain doesn't compute that way. Like, I feel like, and I, I, I do get it. Like I understand it, but I'm like, uh, because now I feel like you're slight, like, I feel like each timeline is its own little multiverse, like a little pocket universe. So like, once you go back, if like, if you, right, but if the timeline is altered to me, that's to like, it's, a, it's like a branch. Maybe is it like a Loki? Did I, did Loki do this to me? Did Loki break it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yes. But I mean, like, the way they're explaining it here <laughs> makes sense because so he's lived his life where his mother died. His father has been in jail this entire time. Like every every second of that up until the point where he goes back in time has already happened. It's etched in stone. That is that is a world that has existed. So when he goes back, there's no guarantee he's going back to that world is is what they're saying. So he goes back. And you can kind of see it, which is probably why they did the arena the way they did. So you could see all the different points in the universe or in the mm. multiverse. Mm -hmm. um, but when Dark Flash knocks him out of the of the Speed Force, he's where he wanted to be. Like, he's still in the past, in his life. But he's in a multiverse where now his mom didn't die. Which is what he wanted. But that's not his timeline. In his timeline, his mom did die. There's nothing he can do about that, which is what the entire movie's about. But <laughs> okay, okay. When, when you so when you watch it, it'll make a lot more sense. Each like timeline or each like I don't know what a yeah, timeline. I guess everyone has like this. There's like same like intersections. Like they all have an Alfred, or you know they Batman's always lost his parents, or you know there's always that one common denominator okay i also didn't see spider-man into the spider-verse but that also which is also like similar to event. that that's <laughs> that sounds like a canon event you. maybe uh okay so back to thanks for take thanks for going on that little roundabout with me everybody i don't know if you all covered that already but i appreciate it um but back to denise's question i guess none of my rules apply then because in my mind, they are different things. Like, it really, like when I'm thinking about rules of time travel, I'm thinking about staying in my own, like, branch of the timeline. I'm not thinking about kind of sliding in and out. In a, because I also don't think that you should be trying to branch off and affect the future. I, like, get in, get quiet, get disguised, blend in, see what's up. Maybe get some information and everything, but like you don't, you don't really want to interfere. You don't want to break the universe. Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's like my golden rule of time travel: is like don't break the universe. But it seems like a lot of these movies are about people trying to break the universe, and maybe that's also where I got my golden rule from. And Shauna, that, that it never works. A, it never works. Yeah, no, but that brings up a point, and and I feel like we've talked about this uh, maybe with the multiverse of madness. I'm not sure, but sometimes these multiverse movies science too much for me to where I, I stopped thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about anymore. <laughs> I too thought this was a linear <laughs> thing. I thought he went back in the past and now you're breaking out spaghetti noodles and you're telling me that no, he, there's it's like, I'm like, uh, what? 
the 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 page full of math sentences was already too much for me. Now you're throwing in science, and I know I sound like a dumb girl probably saying all this, but it was just too much science for me. And I was trying to follow it, but it got a little it got a little much at times. So I just well, I mean, it is a it's a fictional universe, and so their science, I'm sure, stretches <laughs> into some fictional science bounds. Um, so I think yeah, you get a pass on that. that. I have I to think remember you get that a pass sometimes. on it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Neil deGrasse Tyson is gonna jump into the podcast queue and like start judging you for for not being able to you understand this. I, I think you're. You never I know. Think last safe. time David and I, last time David and I were arguing about flight and how it's possible, and David had to say that, that is true. I was right. yelling. I was screaming listening to that. I was like, "You too!" Oh my gosh. Also, Denise, I definitely sided with David. Just yeah, I know. I just my, I, sometimes I forget. In my head, I've I've already told myself that I'm not gonna spend the next. Next 45 minutes talking about how time travel works so no we're not we're I, well thank you <laughs> thank you but it, like so thank you for doing the little roundabout for explaining that to me because i to me they are separate sounds like in this movie they mashed them up so i would have been right along the lines of denise being like that I, I just have to sus- i'm gonna suspend my beliefs at this point and just watch this movie <laughs> I don't. So the also the Michael J. Fox, uh, the Eric Stoltz, Michael J. Fox thing was funny. I didn't yeah. know that. So the the way yeah. they kept yeah. harping on it in the movies, I actually paused the movie and googled it. I was like, why do they keep talking about this, this this Eric Stoltz, Michael J. Fox thing? Who is Eric Stoltz? And at first, I thought it was just somebody who looked like Michael J. Fox, but no, apparently he is somebody who completely filmed a good portion of Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Did not like the direction that the movie was going. And they just replaced him with Michael J. Fox. Yep. Pretty interesting. Looking Quick right. side note: There's a really <laughs> cool, um, there's a really cool series on Netflix called "The Movies That Made Us," mm-hmm. and "Back to the Future" is one of the movies they did. They talked about that a lot about how the movie almost just got completely canned because nobody wanted Michael J. Fox in the movie, and then he got on set and did such an amazing job. He kind of turned everybody's perception around because they were just going to knock it and get the insurance money, call it a day. Oh man, yeah, that's crazy. Like that whole movie was riding on Eric Stoltz, and when he when he bailed out, they was like, "We are fucked." <laughs> the fact that he well, and much now of we it know who now we know who the uh, household name is, so we know who came out on top of that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not Eric Stoltz. No, <laughs> I, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. I might not be. I, I don't even know if I spelled it right when I wrote it down, just so I remember his name. So. I apologize to Mr. Eric Stoltz if if we're not saying it right. I don't know. I don't. You didn't like the direction of the movie? Can I, like I be super future, so. honest and say oh, I've never seen the movie? You. Oh, okay. All right. I'll take that. I thought you about to say you didn't like it. <laughs> never I retract. I retract my fuck you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> never seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay. And I was, well, Martin, you, I was gonna say, David, you only get one fuck, so but you've retracted it, so you you get it again <laughs> <laughs> by the PG thirteen rules. <laughs> Just kidding, we're rated R. It's like, are we PG thirteen? When did that happen? That's what happened. It was um, never going to happen. <laughs> it can't. We're going to get there at some point, but I think Mariah was right about that. The 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 fuck in this movie being funnier than the one in Guardians. You but know what? I still maintain that the one in Guardians was funny as shit. 
But that second time when I watched it through, because I, I didn't really catch it the first time, that second time when I saw it, yeah, it was it was funnier. And it was even funnier get... at the preview because they they like in the movie, so we don't we don't even know George Clooney was in it. He says, "Who the fuck is that?" And then the screen goes black. So it was kind of like this really like great ending oh, of wow. the movie where you don't get to know who was next. Oh, you know, I was about to say, what f bomb are y'all even talking about? But okay, it's at the very end with George Clooney. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I remember chuckling about it on the couch, but I've, if you had asked me about the F when I was going through the notes, I said, like, F bomb, what F bomb? I guess. Cause I'm just so used to saying it. The fact that it's even a thing is a thing. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just, why is it such a big deal? I just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so in this world, no matter humans, there's no Arthur Curry. He calls up who he thinks is Arthur Curry's dad and finds out that it's not him. His mother is not the queen of Atlantis. Um, there's no Wonder Woman. There's there's no human. There's no superheroes for him to call on except Batman. It's always a Batman. Apparently, everyone's face stops at Batman. Um, they go to the Bat. They go to the Bruce Wayne's mansion actually, and it's just an old decrepit homeless looking man living in there and a fight ensues mm -hmm. and they make him listen and they go to a very very convincing bat cave which actually was the rebuild of tim burton's bat cave when michael mm -hmm. keaton was batman so it was pretty cool yeah. Yeah. yeah i heard it took about three months for them to build it they had the original batmobile from his movie in there and he was so actually like bored and just lonely because Gotham had was the safest place in the world at that time. So he didn't have any um, crime to fight where he was. So just a lonely old man. Yeah. And they had the cool little like callback to the movie with the laughing bag. Yes. Um, that, that was funny. Yes. And the let's get nuts. Yeah. They did a lot of callbacks in this movie to that to that uh, to Tim Burton's uh, Batman, and it, it really is weird yeah. that they chose that Batman to kind of connect us instead of the Christian Bale Batman, like David was saying. No, no, yeah. no, no, because Christian Bale's Batman wouldn't work in any other setting than Christopher Nolan's world. Like Christopher Nolan's Batman isn't the type of Batman that would ever be around a Superman, I don't think. It's, he's real grounded, like real to Earth. And I, I couldn't do it. But Tim Burton's Batman, like that world was crazy enough to where, oh shit, you know, like, like, Zod, like Zod is real in this world. I would expect Batman to have a better, like this Batman to have a better handle on it than Christian Bale's because all he did really was just get into street fights with dudes. He wasn't really tackling any, any like supervillains or anything. Or to be so helpful to like Barry, like who Barry is, and like the Flash. I yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, no, he's, see nah. any other Batman being so like willing to jump on board. Right. And, that's what I'm saying. That's the crazy, crazy part. Kid. Like I like I see Christian Bale as Batman, and I love it to death. But I couldn't see him doing this. So then, every Batman so far, except for Richard Patterson and Christian Bale's Batman. Probably could have done this because they had Ben Affleck in the movie and they had George nah. Clooney in the movie. Nah, Ben Affleck couldn't have done what Michael Keaton did. And I don't think George Clooney could have either. 
I don't think so. I I, th- I think I think they got the one. I feel like if Michael Keaton had said no to this, they would have just taken the movie in a different direction. Because I don't think any of those other Batmans would have done it. Hmm. Is it because I of, think George like, Clooney? I was gonna say, is it because of like the certain kind of campiness of that generation of Batman? Because je- like Batman yeah. started kind of campy in the movies and like kind of just like super yeah. like the Tim Burton ones were wacky and like just like like anyways but Batman got darker and darker and darker and more and more isolated and right. more and more I'm my own guy like would never take on a sidekick would never cooperate and be a team player so is that do you think that's why they needed to go back to like those type like that flavor of Batman to kind of match the feel of this movie because this again didn't see it but this movie didn't feel like dark and having seen Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller doesn't seem like he could go dark. And then I guess that my follow-up question is, did he do dark well? <laughs> Very well, yeah. This movie oh, got okay. really fucking dark. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, did it? it? Okay. It got it got dark really fucking fast. And it kind of goes over a cliff. Like, Because, I mean, as you're watching it, and I, and, and it sucks for you because, we're I mean, obviously we're ruining it. And for everybody else, she, loves, she loves spoilers. You know, I love, her. I but, love spoilers. Do not worry about that. But yeah. this is, I, 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 I enjoy these conversations anyway because I can just ask the questions. So, yeah. so I mean, we're so, yeah. we're gonna get we're gonna get to it, but they lose. The, the good the good guys lose, and they lose like a million times in a row, right? To the point where they understand that they are never going to win, and that the world they're trying to protect is just going to die. Like this, like like. It's all like when you from the second you meet Batman, it's pretty much all fun and games until it's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can start on that path. Uh, they figure out that they need to go find Clark Kent. So they're looking for Cal L. Clark Kent. And they think, okay, nothing is in the United States, but we found this anonymously in Russia. So we need to head over to Russia because that's where this alien has entered into our world. So they go into Russia looking for Clark only to find that there is no Superman in this world. There is a super girl. So rescue her, bring her up to the light where she kicks ass. Um, I will say, and I don't, I don't, I know there were some scenes in here where the, where we were talking about CGI and stuff. um, Mm -hmm. And then just the fights in general, this is the first time we did see Batman in action when he was standing up above and said, this is yeah. it. this is going to hurt or whatever he said. I don't remember. He swoops down and hits him. What did we think about these fight scenes uh, in, in these little dark spaces inside before they rescued her? I liked them a lot. Um, I like how they, they played Batman as older. He was way more defensive. He was way more, okay, you know what? I'm not going to try to dodge 800 bullets. You're just going to shoot my bulletproof fucking bat wings and it's going to fucking hurt. Like they were moving them. You know, yeah. like it was getting to him, but he did a. I think he did a great job. Um, that one part where the young Barry tries to just knock dude out, and he, yeah. he like he really thinks that he's fucking bulletproof, <laughs> and he gets fucking shot. He's like, "Yo, we're not fucking bulletproof." And the other guy's like, "When did why I fucking say that? like, yeah? Why would when? Why would you think you were bulletproof? <laughs> why would you think that?" <laughs> um. Yeah, it, it was it was interesting. Uh, he had to move around a lot. It was it was funny trying to watch him maneuver, being new with his powers and in um, an enemy 
kind of setting for the first time. Yeah. Like when he grabbed older Barry and moved him out the way, he was like, what did you do? And it was just like, I, you know, <laughs> sorry. And then he just blew, uh, started blowing chunks everywhere. It was kind of, yeah. it was funny seeing them in, in, in battle. Uh, another scene I thought was funny was that scientist scene with the coffee where well, Batman just, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. just expected him just to run and hide because he's Batman. <laughs> and he's just staring at him and he flinches and he's just like, what? What? And then pulls out that gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh that was funny um they're inside a lot fighting um they're doing a lot of callbacks in this movie to the tim burton uh batman one of them is the how much do you weigh before i blast everybody mm-hmm. up and everything like that mm-hmm. but then they get us outside because they're doing a good job of dodging everybody and not really engaging in fist fights like you said david batman is being a lot of defensive just like shoot at me and let's just get out of here we're gonna run a lot yeah. um but then when they get outside, and as we know, uh, with these Kryptonian aliens, their power comes from the Earth's sun. So getting her outside and letting her charge up is going to show her strength. So this is where they actually yeah. are a more on the offense for the first time when she gets outside. What did you think of Supergirl and her fighting when she got outside? Nothing. I mean, I really had no notes. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. Okay. <laughs> I, Mariah, I didn't know if you'd have a thought about it because you're very iffy on the CGI. Now, this one was a very CGI. Yeah. Oh, you no, know, when, CGI when they first was not pull her around, No, no. <laughs> they like pull her around and you see the hand. The hand's like extra long and weird and then she like yeah. comes up. No, it didn't look good, but <coughs> it just had this, you know, it, it happened. But, the, you know, she, she did good. The Sorry, I thought I great. warmed that up a little bit better. <laughs> I was no, like, the, oh, matter? the CGI? Oh, no, fuck the CGI. <laughs> no, the, the murders were outstanding. The CGI left a lot to be desired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, she looks pretty good. I'm not so sure about the way that they're actually filming this battle, but she Mm-mm. looks cool to me, I guess. Um, yeah, she yeah. looked cool as shit. Yeah, she was. Um, I don't know if having Supergirl was like a a choice from the beginning or if that was a choice added later with all the Superman kind of change drama, drama happening. I don't know if this like, yeah, I don't, I didn't know. If, I don't know if you guys saw anything like if, if they were just trying to introduce nope. this new character and this was just like the time to do it. And be real honest. If you two hadn't seen this movie and wanted to talk about, I to this day, I wouldn't have seen this movie. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I didn't really pay a lot of attention to the back the, history uh, and the why and the setup and everything like that. Yeah, like the run up. I didn't really do it because I, I had told myself I wasn't watching this movie. Yeah. Um, and then I think you know, I, I really think that conversation we had last time about Jonathan Majors, I was like, you know what? This is me not watching this movie isn't going to stop anything. He already got paid for this shit or sorry. They already got paid for this shit. I'm going to watch it because I wanted to watch it initially. And I mean, I know a lot of people didn't do that, but I'm I'm glad I watched it. I wasn't ready to like sit. Like I said, I didn't take any notes, so I wasn't ready to just sit down and chop it up. But <laughs> this is I the direction the other, we went in. So. <laughs> I think the other challenge was that this movie's been in production and pre-production since like, what, 2018 or 2019? Like it's been mm-hmm. like around been a long time. for so long if they did have those conversations about why supergirl versus superman i think people just stopped caring for a while and like 
may at some but the, or maybe they you did know, talk about it but it was 2019 and we all went that's not relevant anymore like <laughs> i was about to say talking about how long ago they yeah. actually started production there's a good chance that she she was the original one to be in the movie because i mean who wants to like even when even when they killed superman in the movie they didn't really quote unquote kill him but do you really want to see Superman just laid out like that 127 times? Zod just whooping his ass? Nah, we don't want yeah. to see that. Uh, we, yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't think we would. Sense. We wouldn't believe that. Right. Yeah. That's so, true. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really have an emotional connection to her. So if she's yeah. if she's a casualty, she's a, she she's a loss. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll tell you the, the the way that she wrote for him. Once Zod said, "Yo, the baby ain't make it," and her yeah. eyes got like wild red. I, I mean, I was on it. I was on her team, but I I didn't really feel what I would have felt if, if that had been Superman that I got stabbed in the chest like that. You know, it's funny when she got stabbed in the chest, I'm just assuming, cause I didn't, I didn't, to me, that wouldn't kill Superman. So I'm like, when she got stabbed in the chest, I was like, huh, didn't think anything of it. So when I saw her actually die, but before we get to that part, yeah. how do we feel about her as a whole? Because at first she was confused. They were like, you need to save humans. We want you to help us save humans. And she was like, who the humans that enslaved me and kept me, you yeah. know, down in captivity. But then when she saw humans, she was like, oh, are humans good? You came back to help me. So you must be good. Even though those humans are. So she kind of had this weird battle that she was going back and forth with, but she got over it really quick, but she still, it was just a, it was really weird. I guess it could have been like a win-win. You get to, you know, kill Zod and also, you know, save the humans. But I don't think that was her like main objective. I guess, but she just kind of was very trusting of humans. Then she wasn't at all. Then she was, but then this human, it was just, I don't, I don't know that her, her storyline was kind of. It felt like the way it wrote out was when she landed, they just took her and threw her in there. Like she, mm-hmm. like she didn't get to see any other people, so Mm-mm. she's only seen the two extremes. She's seen the people that put her in that in that concrete ball, and then she's seen people who risk getting shot at and murdered to get her out of there. Once they knew, when yeah. like, because she heard them talking, so she knew that they weren't who she was looking for. That's why she came back later and was like, "Yo, why did you help me? Even though you knew I wasn't who you wanted." That's when Bear was like, well, you needed help. And I think right there was where she kind of opened up to the idea of, okay, you know what? Some of them fucking suck, sure, but some of them might be okay. Yeah. At least, you know, with, with him. Honestly, was- it kind of reminds me a lot of, uh, like, a lot of the um, journeys that these kind of DC characters go through versus humans. Like, I, this sounds a little bit reminiscent of, like, Wonder Woman at the end. They're worth fighting for! peacemaker had a whole commentary on humans right um but it just it kind of just sounds like this happened in a very condensed way so maybe it felt a little bit disjointed but i feel like this is kind of a recurring thing that we see with these type of uh inhumans or mutants or whatever the word is in the dcu i can't say it but this this metahumans is that what they're called now um sorry in this universe yeah but I was like, yeah, I kept seeing Inhumans, but that sounded like Marvel to me. So, um, sorry, nerds. Uh, but it, this, sound, this sounds very familiar to me. This sounds like a piece with uh, the struggles that we generally do see. But it just sounds like, yeah, like maybe it happened too quickly for it to like really hit you in the feels like it does when all these other characters come to terms with people are worth saving. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think she came in kind of somewhat to the end. And again, her her focus was on Zod. She didn't care about the people at all. But So I thought it was interesting that they tried to make it seem like she cared about people. Because even when the battle scene came, she went straight to Zod. She didn't go anywhere else. Her eyes were on him the whole time. But, when, they, but I, must say, I mean, they did try to give her a more a softer lens because like when she's fighting Zod and that helicopter goes to crash, she's trying to, she stops it from crashing and tries to put it down gently before Zod just busts through it like the fucking Kool-Aid man and kills everybody on board. But <laughs> she, she tried, she tried to save him. Okay. I just thought, you know, we see her, she sees she's floating in the air. A lot of soldiers are dying around her. And then she just flies back to, Bruce Wayne's well, mansion. she knows what he's gonna do because he destroyed where she's from. So she knows, like, if she doesn't get rid of him, like, he's yeah. going to also destroy this planet and mm-hmm. all these people. Yep. Yeah, that's why and she then, corrects Barry because he was like, "Yeah, thousands of people go die now." She was like, nah, "Billions, <laughs> whole world with, with a B, dude." <laughs> it is yeah. a goner. Um, as David mentioned, we find out that Cal, there is no Cal L. Uh, he did not survive the yeah the dna extraction um yeah so yeah, they got him out of there as a baby so. got him out of there look at sean's face <laughs> <laughs> yeah the infant did not survive as he put it um so i mean i, I the the battle was kind of tricky for me to watch because i michael keaton is my favorite batman so it was kind of it was hard seeing him not come out on top more yeah. than once <laughs> um i think eric looked at me in the theater was like he dies <laughs> it shocked the yeah. shit out of me too yeah. um supergirl dying i was like whatever you know i haven't built that connection with her but michael keaton you can't yeah. kill my well you brought back michael keaton just to kill him <laughs> more than once <laughs> the way the first time they did it where he he attacks the mothership and then he dies and they go back the first time when they both like genuinely think they can fix it like hey you know what here's where we fucked up so here's what we're going to change and flash yeah. runs to the top of that she was like hey yo don't shoot it's got there's a shield <laughs> roger that roger that i was like who is this man clean as a whistle <laughs> just... i was like who the fuck is talking right now and he know. just backed off like Batman listened to somebody and just said, "Oh, I'll do it your way instead," and just veered off. I was like, "Wait, who the fuck is this?" <laughs> I don't know. It threw me off too. Like that 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 ship has a shield. Don't attack it. Sure thing. Roger that. I was like, "You have tech that I know that you think can get through that shield. I know mm-hmm. you're not listening to this person on the ground who has no idea what your tech is." Who you met yesterday? <laughs> oh know. my gosh talk about you you just told us your ego is too big to accept a thank you you think your ego is going to accept battle tactics from a (laughs) 22 year old that you just met no you're gonna go for it um so yeah it was it was it was tough seeing him not only kamikaze sacrifice himself in the first death but yeah for the record he did kind of go for it and barry was real fucked up in that part because after he veers him off and superman i mean not superman but batman decides i'm going to attack that gigantic Kryptonian and Barry is like, Oh yeah, please, you know, definitely do that. Even though you just acknowledge that you as the flash cannot kill a Kryptonian, you want Batman to try to do one. That dude beat Batman to death and didn't even really look like he did. Didn't <laughs> even look like he did. 
Like Batman died after that fight. <laughs> and hard, that motherfucker yeah. just got up. <laughs> he threw was... every explosive he had at that dude, and it was just including like, nope. his head. Yeah. Nope. Sean, that was, you gotta watch can... this movie. I was gonna say I, we can come back to this, but I have a question, and I don't. I again, I've already established I am not familiar enough with DC to have the answer to this. Um, but do you all feel like Zod was the right villain for this movie? I feel like we've kind yeah. of discussed in the past where the villain didn't really fit, but Zod was it for this one. That was the right choice, in your opinions. Perfect villain for it. Yep. I love Michael Shannon, and I love his version of Zod, and I will. I will never say he was never the perfect fit for any movie. So I, I thought he was fine. Well, I mean, like what they did with it timeline wise, and I know we didn't talk about it, but there was a part where um, the two berries are standing there when they realize that Zod is coming back or that Zod is there. And Barry tells his younger self that he was actually there in his world. When Zod showed up, he had just gotten his powers and you get this really, I mean, like, really heartbreaking story where he's like, you know, I can't save, I, I, you know, I, I thought it was fast, but I couldn't save everybody because Zod's got that world engine going and all those rocks and people fly up and he's fast enough to grab this kid, but he couldn't grab the kid's dad. Yeah. And, but he's still like kind of in the speed force. So he kind of takes the kid, covers his eyes and turns him away because once the world engine stops, his dad gets crushed by this like gigantic boulder. And it takes a it takes that part of Zod's story makes it personal to Barry, so that way when the final battle happens, you can see that he's already got skin in that game because he's lost to this guy once before. Yeah. So I don't I don't really know who else you could have used as a villain to really drive that point home. It was also sad seeing the boy yeah. and the dad again, knowing that this time neither one of them are getting saved. Yeah, so, both die. Yeah. 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 I mean, everybody dies in that world, but you know. Those two Everybody. Especially. Yeah. Oh, man. So, well, yeah. Thank you for your he thoughtful was... answers. Because I really didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know if this was a good fit or not. <laughs> yeah, it was a good fit because they they called it, they, 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 they did a good way of tying it to another story or like his origin story. So, it was nice. Yeah. Also, Michael Shannon. You, those are the only two bad things. Like, the fact that Ezra Miller sucks as a human being and the fact that the CGI um... Like I said, yeah. the baby the baby scene perfect. Everywhere else where they use the CGI, it tightened up a little bit, and this would have been yeah. like, yeah. Okay, well we'll get into to what we didn't like about it just to wrap it up real quick. They don't save the day, which is not something that we're not used to hearing. Um, they don't save the day. They actually go back to the Chrono Bowl. Is that what I've been calling it? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I want to call it a Chrome Bowl <laughs> for some reason. And I was like, I know that's not right. So they go back in there and they kind of have this internal battle with each other and find out that the person that threw him the first time and didn't let him go back to his timeline was a Dark Flash. And then they battle him out. Can't every problem has a solution? And he's calling. He's using his mom's words that his mom told him and and when he was younger to tell his younger self. Um, kind of heartbreaking, man. It was. I actually teared up a little bit watching this movie when he went back and took the tomatoes out of his. I'm getting goosebumps too. When he took the tomatoes out of his mom's grocery cart and yeah. just had yeah. that moment of her and she's touching his face. Yeah, man, definitely God, teared man. up. Yeah, right, right in the chest. Yeah, dude. dang. Yeah. <laughs> <Sean>. <laughs> 
know. I was just Sana, you probably really, really got to watch this movie, bro. Probably <laughs> better I didn't see it in my current state. I, I, there, you couldn't have handled it, man. Hormonal, hormonal mess. I probably would have just lost it. And <laughs> his mom definitely knew. Up, I'm, I was, oh, I'm yes. gonna have to you would have lost it. Definitely. I would have lost it. <laughs> his mom definitely knew that was him from the future, too, right? Had to have, because the way she was talking yeah. to him. Like, the way she was talking to yeah. him, she knew yeah. it was him. God, man. It, it, was, it was her son and sunglasses and a hat. She knew that was her son. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the mother instinct. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. Oh. But he had the really, really good idea of moving the tomatoes to the top shelf so that his dad, when he came to the store later, would look up and into the cameras. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when he returned to his timeline, his dad wins his appeal, gets out of jail, and he goes on that date with Iris. No. And we see George Clooney. And we get the F-bomb that I completely don't remember happened, but I remember it in the moment because I remember laughing at it. So, Ta-da! Why are you saying no, David? Okay, so... And and this is where... So I guess we're going to like answer two questions here because you had yeah. a question about the end credit scene where he's, where he's with Aquaman walking home or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was like, who had a question? Oh, Mariah must have. He didn't. He didn't get, and and I and I might be totally wrong here, but he doesn't stay in that world because because he, he doesn't get to win. Bear, like Barry's whole thing is is tragedy and loss. He's like he's like Frodo. He doesn't get to win this. He puts the tomato cans up top. They're in court. Everything's great. His yeah. dad looks up. Hey, world is saved. He walks outside. It's George Clooney. That's what's like the whole who the fuck is this thing? It's hilarious. Yeah. But the end game is, he's not home yet, so he has to leave that yeah, he's world. In the wrong. He he ha- he has to go put those tomatoes back, and it's right, and it fucking sucks that he has to go put them back because that means that his dad is still in fucking jail because they don't get the right shot. Wait, what? But because he okay, so this same Barry just watched an entire universe die because hey man, look, we can't we can't change the past anymore. It is what yeah. it is. He goes back. He tries to save his dad. He's like, you know what? I can't save my mom. Okay, I, I won't save my mom, but I can save my dad. I can just put the tomatoes up top and everything's chill. And then when he walks outside and he sees George Clooney step out of that car, he knows he's got to oh. go put those tomatoes back. <laughs> he has to put everything back the way it was. His mom has to die. His dad has to spend the rest of his life in jail no. because if he doesn't, God knows what else happens, right? No, because George Clooney walks. George Clooney gets out the car. Maybe he's not even a good Batman. Maybe in this world, Batman's a bad guy. Maybe he's still got them real hard nipples on his suit. But (laughs) that's not a world Barry can live in. So when he goes, so when they get to the end credit scene and he's talking to Aquaman, he's talking to his Aquaman, basically telling him he had that you know about his whole travel to all these different worlds and everything that he saw. But he's back home now in his in his real life where his dad is still in prison i didn't know there was an end credit scene yeah i even did the thing where i fast i was like inching forward through the and i missed it somehow so i'll go watch it but like, i mean but but like if you if you take that with as funny yeah. as the movie ended and as funny as the end credit scene is supposed to be they don't really lead you down that road that he went home until yeah. you listen to him and Arthur talking and he and he tells him like, yeah, man, I had to do all this shit to get back to my timeline. So he's back where he's supposed to be, but it's because shit went left. Damn. 
Hmm. I thought something went right for the for the for the young fella. Nah, it's it's like what they wanted to do with Ant Man, but they actually did it right with 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 this. Well, like the end of Ant Man was supposed to be kind of uneasy. But with Spider Man across the universe, across the across the he has his dad has to die then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ah, somebody gotta go, man. Gotta go. Yeah. Damn. Well, okay. Well, uh, we already got that. Uh, my bad. Hey, I could be. I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong about that. You're probably not. I just, that sucks. Yeah, that I, I, I was yeah. so excited for him. He had a hot date and everything. Yeah. Now it's gotta go. Damn. Well, um, <laughs> we talked about the f bomb. Um, Ezra aside. Because I know we'll talk about that. What were some, or were there any other scenes in this movie that you were just like, Mm-mm, this did not work for me? No. So I'm, I'm going to say the only scene that I really felt that way was a scene that we were just talking about at the courthouse. Because we know he's not, once George Clooney steps out of that car, we know he's not back in his own world. Mm. Yeah. So at that point, where is where's this world's Barry Allen? Because everybody was expecting him at the courthouse. Mm. So, yeah. and I mean, like maybe the whole thing with Iris and his dad being so happy he was there, like maybe this world's Barry Allen kind of wrote all that stuff off. I don't know. But in this world, I at least know that Barry is alive because nobody freaked out when he showed up to court. Or is this like, if Barry's not there something secretly tragic has happened to him and now Barry gets to, now this Barry gets to stay in the timeline that he prefers. Can you do that in this right, or no? no? So he I, can't I don't know. Cause, it, cause they, they don't really get into where the other, yeah. like they, they never, they never discuss another Barry in this whole mm-hmm. courthouse scene. He just, he shows up to this, to this dimension. He runs into his apartment. He changes clothes. He runs to the courthouse. Dad's not guilty walk outside, there's George Clooney, so he knows he's not in the right place. But we also know from the first time that there is another Barry there right now. Right. So before you gave your explanation about like the Aquaman scene, I was actually thinking that because he put the tomatoes, he altered his timeline, so that's why we see it's George Clooney, it's no longer Ben Affleck, because now in in his own timeline, the one that he's supposed to be in, he's made but he can't alter his time. But like, if you, so uh, yeah. if you go back to what Michael Keaton was talking about with spaghetti, he can't alter his timeline. <laughs> he's just, he's just in another one now. Yeah. Cause his, his, his path was his path, but there's just another infinite amount of them. But so again, that whole, like, like it just wasn't well explained. Cause it, I, I just was right. totally thinking that he, he could have changed his and he changed his Batman. That's the one thing that got changed in his timeline after moving the tomatoes but i guess if you're saying that he can't change his own then it was just a poorly explained scene i guess for for me for for him to tell his younger self that they can't change the future watch his younger self die two times well watch both versions of his younger self die and then go back and condemn his mother to death if he gets to yeah. win, if he gets to win on his dads, then I feel like there's no real lesson there. 
I mean, because because maybe he thinks he found an out. But if what he said before was true, there is no out. Yeah. Well, now that David has killed my joy. Yeah, I would just like to believe still that he changed his timeline. Yeah. And the only thing that changed was Batman. Let's go that way. It's it's cool. Fine. Um. So let's talk about the reception of the movie. Then we'll just give our overall thoughts and our grade. Um, at the time we looked at it, I think we looked at it just a minute ago. I think this movie's made a little over 200 million or something to that mark. Yeah. So not sure if it even made its money back yet. Um, <clears throat> James Gunn walked out of this movie watching it saying it was one of the best superhero, superhero movies he's ever seen. Some of the other uh, du- uh, Discovery Plus WB execs were saying the same thing. Yeah. And then when it got to the movie theaters, the crowd, the fans were like, what are you talking about? To the point where I think today on Rotten Tomatoes, this has about a low 60s score. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it kind of failed in the fans' eyes. Um, I know we, t- we talked about Ezra. So their leading man, who should be the one boasting, hyping the movie up, uh, they were negatively in the spotlight. So they were not able to promote the movie as good or as well as they should have because yeah. no one wanted to see them talk about the movie or them at all. Yeah. Um, there were some other thoughts about the movie. Um, Eric Voss, I thought he he came up with five points and I want to see what you guys think about them as to why this movie flopped. Because to him, and, and kind of like to me, and what David just said, this was a good movie. And yeah. in yeah. another universe, another timeline, this movie would have been successful, right? Like it's not bad at all. Um, so other than Ezra, the Snyder fan betrayal, um, fans, this, especially the Snyder fan fans have been very adamant about what they like. And they really like the Snyderverse. They like everything yeah. about it. They like the superhero setup. They like that. T- they like the cast. So when you tease to all these superheroes, you've got the one, you've got Wonder Woman in here. You've got not Cyborg, but you have just about everyone else in here. The yeah. main figure, Henry Cavill, Superman, to hear that he shot scenes for this movie and you used zero of them. There is that betrayal to these Snyder verse fans. Yeah. David. He's a dick, man. <laughs> like, it's not it's not a Zack Snyder movie. And I get it, he created this whole Justice League thing for you, but you gotta be able to move on. And the and the Justice League movies weren't the Justice League movie wasn't that good. And they did the whole Snyder cut thing to give you a better product, and it's four and a half hours long, and it's still okay. You didn't go back and watch that shit twice. Nobody did. And if you did, I'm I'm terrified of you. Cause who who could sit through that more than once? Like, do do you remember in the Justice in the Justice League movie? I believe was when they did the Aquaman scene where he went back into the water. Bruce went and talked to him, and they had them white women singing on the shore when he was leaving. Like it was a church service. You want more of that. That's what you that's what you want. That's what that's the Snyder verse. That's what you want. The f- <laughs> I So what was the second thing? That was well that I was, was just, Oh the third Bashana, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I was just gonna say I don't yeah, I mean like the Snyder fans, I'm kind I'm I'm with David in the fact that like just Okay, but like calm down a little bit. But the other thing is with the overhype, <clears throat> with the overhyping, I think that the change in leadership at 
Warner Brothers did like that that was huge. James Gunn taking the helm at that point. Yeah. Like all of like all of that happening. This fans knew that like this was filmed under different leadership. Fans were hoping to have some of that kind of legacy go into new leadership. And I can't remember the timeline, but James Gunn promoted this movie very much like rah, like rah, rah. And everybody, I think, wanted to hype it up and say, like, don't worry, we've got you. This is great. But yeah. then, like, immediately afterwards, it was like, by the way, we're changing everything. And ha ha ha. And so I, I think that fans were already going through, like, way too much. Like, the, the, the yeah. back and forth and the overhyping, and it just it felt a little corporate to me. The overhyping mm-hmm. of this movie from those people, it just felt like they were trying to sell us the corporate line. And I think that it just, for me, was it like, especially like the reception from fans, it, it, it made all of those comments that came before feel really disingenuous. Yeah. Right. And I feel like they were forced to. I mean, they couldn't, Ezra wasn't out. I mean, they couldn't have him out on a press tour doing anything. So, like, right. everyone else had to step up to talk up this movie and promote it. And that goes back to something David was saying earlier, the fact that because Ezra couldn't be the face of the movie, they had to find other things in the movie to make the face. And Michael Keaton became that face of the movie. Yeah. And yeah. that's why it felt so much like a Batman movie because they had to put someone else as the face of the movie. Yeah. So they had to, they had to connect with us in some way. And mm-hmm. Michael Keaton was the way. So, um, Shauna, you actually teed up, you actually talked about number three. Number three was the fact that there was that James Gunn whole timeline cinematic universe reset where he clearly has he's and he talked about it before the movie came out he talked about every plan he had for the movies that were moving forward and it's like well where does this movie fit into it if this movie doesn't fit into it why do i care about it so kind of thinking maybe wait until you talk about the entire timeline that or the whole phase that you want to go through um yeah before you know after this movie comes out and after blue beetle comes out wait until those come out and then then announce your plans um yeah the change management was really rocky and i know that this isn't to do with henry cavill necessarily but it's henry cavill adjacent like the back and forth between henry cavill being or not being superman i think was really hard for people i mean i'm i'm a witcher fan so like witcher fans when henry all of a sudden was like oh i'm not gonna be the witcher everybody was like holy shit hold on what the fuck and then everyone went like, oh, he's going to go get that Superman money. And then he kind of was Superman, but then he really wasn't Superman. And that all happened in like three weeks. Tops. He and really it was just getting it jerked was around. Wild. And it, it was, I, I'm not, I'm not familiar with Henry Cavill. Is he, is he a jerk or does, or does he, no. does he not, he he's, does not deserve anything. So that's, that's oh, sad. Oh, he doesn't deserve it. Oh. No. And here's the thing, like Henry Cavill, I mean, first of all, he was a, per- he was perfect for Superman, right? He was perfect for uh for playing the in Witcher? the Witcher. He was perfect when he did Mission Impossible Fallout, and he's a fucking super nerd on top of all of that. Like like he's a dude who not 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 because it became cool or fun, whatever. This motherfucker was probably ten years ago sitting in a back alley in L.A. somewhere playing Dungeons and Dragons because that's what Aww. he loves to do. Like he's a fucking like he's a dot in the wool nerd, and it sucked to watch a studio that is supposed to be on on the same playing field as nerds at least understanding what we want to sell us a product treat somebody like him like that 
Right. Because he re- like yeah. he really thought he was going back to be Superman, and we were all fucking excited about it. And then I mean, and I and I get it. Like they hired James; he's got his own vision, and his vision is for a younger Superman. But Henry deserved more than that somehow. And I know or "deserved" just... is a weird thing to say in Hollywood, but he deserved a better exit than that. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just like a little like the the that those like three weeks was insane. Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't, and there's there may be more overlap between the Witcher fans and like and DC fans than I know, but both camps of fans were like, "What the fuck?" Like everybody was confused, and they felt and everybody felt bad for him because he announced his exit from The Witcher. He didn't necessarily say he was going to be Superman, but then he released a statement being like, hey, I talked to James Gunn, and I'm not Superman either. I guess I'll just go play more Warhammer. So there was just nothing, and so that was also happening where we, where fans were I'm, I don't, I'm kind of stuck with Ezra Miller, and we thought for a minute we were going to get Henry, and then we really weren't getting Henry. And so it was just, I, I think that the change management around this and the release was just a mess and i think again that goes back to like the overhyping of this movie it was almost kind of like they were distracting and deflecting but fans were i think the dc fans just really got rolled over in the lead up to this and and it's hard i think it's hard for i think it's hard for fans for anybody to kind of bounce back and say okay i did like this movie genuinely it was good but like damn man did you have to do us like that like i think that's where it was really hard for people to buy into this movie too yeah it's crazy to me because in a world where they're like yeah henry cavill you're out ben affleck is out who else is i don't even know what anyone else but you tell gal gadot we you're you're in great hands we love you as as wonder woman no they told her that that, that that might not be true no, today I saw she get yeah. Wonder Woman three not mm-hmm. happening. She said I just this saw week, them. She said I know. Yeah, I just saw, yeah, I just saw yeah. today a, yes. a, a, a post that she was all good. I Is saw she a post not? today they... that she was not that they, yeah. I, I, I saw, that I saw both. I saw both. I saw the and, one where she said that Wonder Woman three was in production and her and James yep. great and Peter was like yeah, yeah they had a conversation and then I and then I also saw the one where none of that actually happened. Yeah, I, that was like Monday to today, like Monday to Thursday. Right. It was we're in production, and then today it was like we're not in production. Uh, who's Gal? Like it, it was just it's it's kind oh. it's it's Henry Cavill vibes again. We're like nobody's really fucking sure what's going on. Except yeah. this time, I want that to happen. Yeah, I was about to say I'm not, that won't hurt my feelings. I'd actually fine. As lo- like I mean, I want somebody else to be Wonder Woman. I just don't want them to change Wonder Woman's theme music. If that's if that's yes! possible. Oh, the I Wonder the music. The music is I got insane. excited every time you yeah. like, let's go. It's, yeah, because yeah. you hear the music before you see her. I was like, yeah, yes, let's yeah. go. And then I saw her face. I was like, get the right. fuck I'm like, out oh, of here. God damn it, it's still her. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, like you forget for a second what's coming around that corner because the music hypes you up so much. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be like that... you know, we're Superman, where you see like you don't see him, you just see the silhouette. So I thought it was gonna be like a silhouette yeah. thing. No. I was like, yeah, Wonder Woman, and then I saw her. I was like, fuck me, she's still here. <laughs> oh gosh, where um, is she? We don't know. Again, the change. Well, she was in the movie. This... Oh, I mean, I meant more like long term. I also don't oh. even know if we're calling it the DCEU anymore or the DCU. And I don't know if that's a reflection of this movie. Like, oh, I don't no. know. I have no idea. God only knows. 
they yeah, gotta this, get this, this movie had a lot working against it. Yes, they got yeah, they gotta get some um, stuff under control. Speaking and it's weird which, because oh, go ahead, right. go ahead. No, I was about to say like in in a in a vacuum where all of these things aren't working against it, and the only thing we really had to worry about were a couple scenes of spotty CGI. This is a billion dollar movie. Yeah, easy. To that point, the fourth thing that they thought it had working against it was the publicity. The fact that, Mariah, to your point, when you saw it, you saw an unfinished version. But you didn't know you were watching an unfinished version. You thought you were watching the movie. No, they told us at the beginning that it was what? not going to be um, the full version. Well, that's weird. <laughs> that's, that's... But it, it was only like two weeks before the movie came out. So I was like, oh, that's it can't be like, say. that that's big a, of a change. That to me is the wildest part. I was about to say because Mariah, didn't you see that like right before it was being released? And yeah, it was. Yeah, like, it wasn't like you were seeing it. Yeah, you weren't yeah. seeing it like six months before. You weren't no, like a test audience. It was like two weeks before. So to be like unfinished or not the full version, like what else were they? What were they doing? How did they tell you that in your email on your tickets? So like- there was like a they, they, before the movie came up, two people came on the screen. I, I assume the director and someone, and we're like. Hey, thanks for coming and watching our thing. It's not the full version. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, but but it almost was the full version. I think they didn't I, I think it they didn't want to have spoilers like the George Clooney thing that was cut out. I think as they want to save that for the the actual movie. And then there was a couple other parts that were like what? But it was it was pretty much the whole thing. I don't know. For surprise, I don't know. George Clooney for. I don't know. I don't know. No. I don't care. But that was like the biggest chunk of movie missing was the end scene. You know it would have been wild. Hmm. If he had walked out the courthouse and the car pulled up and there was DeVito, like, full cobble pot, just, just walking out that bitch. <laughs> That's worth saving. <laughs> Don't show me that. Don't show that in a, in a, in a pre-screen. Yes. That nigga or... just biting a fish, just full on. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Or that cat. Do you remember the awesome like, car we saw the dude cosplaying as him? As his co- as, yeah. Is that cobble cop ping? Man, that is like, He had the like, umbrella oh. and everything. Man. Awesome. He Sorry, walked, Shana, he walked past the kids section, scared the shit out of him. Gosh. Oh, no he doubt. looked really no, good. Or the Tim Burton Catwoman. Get Michelle Pfeiffer back. Here. That would be nice Michelle too. Pfeiffer. Yeah. As Catwoman. Something. That I would have I would have took my like, chances on that one. Even just taking her like Selena Kyle, kinda like all like, ooh, I've got my like cat shaped glasses and like fans would know. Fans would be like, Oh shit. Something. Michelle Pfeiffer full on cat suit. My dad and my dad's out of prison. I'm I'm staying. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I might stay. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so the 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 fact that there was an unfinished version and we saw something different people it was something else was reported on then you see it and you're like what so that one and then number five fan servants misalignment um we kind of talked about it in the, the while we were recording but if you're a fan of the flash you didn't get a lot of the flash easter eggs in here you got a lot of superman easter eggs you got a lot of batman easter eggs so it's like if you were coming to see a flash movie you got the Flash storyline, but you yeah. there was a lot of other stuff kind of tied into it. So yeah. just knowing your audience and knowing your your the fans of the movie, not just your audience, but the fan of the movie that you're bringing, 
um, and kind of catering to them or leaving some nuggets for them to find. There was a lot of Superman yeah. and Batman stuff in here um, mm-hmm. versus the Flash stuff. So those were Eric Voss's thoughts on why this movie flopped. But otherwise, he was like, I mean, it, there were some the spotty spottiness of the CGI, but the writing was strong. The directing was strong. The, the movie was good. Yeah. So should have yeah. done way better than it did. And I think, Mariah, you talked about the fact that I think it, it beat out the Hulk and that was it. Yeah, no, yeah, that's it. I Black just Adam did, it, did better it didn't than make this its movie. Money. This movie was better than Black yeah. Adam. Yeah. yeah, way better than Black Adam. But it, it, they Which Hulk are we talking back, about? So. Are we talking about the Eric? Two thousand eight. That's what I said. Okay, I thank you so <laughs> fucking much. We had this conversation before we started recording, and I said, "What's Incredible Hulk? The one with Eric Bana?" And they were like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, That's Eric Bana. No, Eric Bana's before that. Eric Bana is like, I was in Eric, high school. He was, he was the out. first one. It was, it was yeah. him and then Eric, and then Edward Norton. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, isn't won. that where we got Liv Tyler? And Liv Tyler is still coming back, but Eric Bana Liv sure Tyler. is not. He is not. Yeah. Why well, we keep letting her in movies? Is she done in movies? Hopefully she's done. No. No, because she's, she, she, she's back she in the Hulkiverse. <laughs> she's back the. She's she's about to be in this next in the Thunderbolts. She's, Are you she, serious? Yeah, she's she's back yeah. in the Hulkverse. She's coming back to taunt me. She's doing this because she knows. I was talking shit about her in the Lord of the Rings coverage. Uh, she was in. a she was she was Arwen before she was in the Banner Hulk movie because. The so somebody Lord saw that acting movie. and said, "We need that in our movie." Yep. In our superhero yeah. movie. Get out of here. Yeah. I mean, but now it's... <laughs> again, math. But, like, now it's mathy time later, 2023, and she's back in the superhero. So, <laughs> she's doing something right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, we talked about the movie. What we thought, so what our thoughts are on it. Where would you rank it? Tier-wise. S. Great. So far for our DC um, rankings, Peacemaker is the S tier. The Suicide Squad, James Gunn version, is A. Black Adam, depending on who you talk to, C, C minus, teetering on D. So, Real quick, before we do this, Mariah, I know you watched Black Adam. Where would you tier it officially? If I'm going to put give this like a B plus, then I would have to give that like a C plus. Okay. A C. Okay. Okay. Plus. Okay. Shauna, did you manage to do that to yourself too, or did you not watch it? Um, I also did not watch Black Adam. No, you're better. So you're better you don't need to. Yeah, you're, you're good. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. I didn't, I didn't do that either. Um, I Shana, have do not apply. I mean, yeah. You have nothing to I had be it, honest. I had it as a strong, strong D. So Okay. I don't but know I mean, what Denise is being so Denise fought for a C for it, so I don't know. I did. I it wasn't bad. Was we talked about it. Yeah. There was some contention. Uh, so I feel, Mariah, I like you gave the, the first flash thing an I a? need to do is B plus. B plus. What do you need to do, Sean? I'm sorry. I was gonna say the first thing I need to do is do into the Spider Verse across the Spider Verse. I still haven't seen that, so like that's that's my if I'm gonna sit down well, for superhero. It's on yeah, Amazon Prime that now, one. so doing yeah. it. I'm At doing least it. Yeah. do that one. Definitely I just need to stay one. awake long enough to watch a movie. It's my problem, <laughs> but like that's my priority right now <laughs> is to get that one done. <laughs> Top priority, yes. Top David, priority. Uh, 
Mariah gave this a B plus. What do you give this? S. S. Like. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't care. Fighting, whatever. S. I mean, like I said, this, this like there were some question marks on the CGI, but other than that. I mean, if they, you guys put Peacemaker as an S, then I think this that S. this can be up there. I would. Give, I was going to meet in the middle and give it an A. I, I wouldn't say it's an S. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have not seen a better written superhero movie to this point than that movie. James Gunn was not fucking lying. Steven Spielberg was not lying. This is the best written superhero movie I've ever seen in my life, ever. Do you think it was kind of like the the Black Adam, where if you switched out Ezra, you no, because I I no, I disassociated that. Like I. I went into it and okay. I said, okay, you know what? I'm like I said, when I watched it, I was like, I know they suck, but I'm not gonna let that stop me from watching this movie. And I watched it and it makes me angry. Something that, about it. I visually have to take away points. Like I can't give it an yeah, S. Yeah, I'm not I'm not S. Looks. See, if but if I have to do that, then I have to say that Wakanda Forever isn't an S because it lacked visually with its CGI sometimes. Spider-Man No Way Home lacked Not visually like this. with this CGI Not sometimes. like this. The, Mariah's including the baby scene, which I, which I still maintain. <laughs> that that CGI yeah, Mariah, was on we purpose. We can't take that out. We need that. No, but the suits, there was issues. That, I mean, there were just, there were issues throughout. There I was mean, one, like. Including the baby what? scene. And the things they were CGIing, like him him throwing up in, in Russia, that was CGI. You could tell. I'm like, why would I'm you? Not, like the, they like spent the, a lot of money on CGI and FX the visually. Way, they didn't need to. The way that I felt watching this movie, the way I felt when it was over, I'm not going to discredit that because a couple of points of CGI were weak. Because I didn't discredit it when I looked at the other movies and said, "Yeah, this is pretty weak too." Can we can we give okay. it an A? Let's let's make it an, let's meet in the middle, and making an A. I'm giving it an S. I mean, you can give it what you want. <laughs> But right. I mean, what, what, giving what, it an A, Denise. What you if write you down is what B you plus, write down. But David said, David said S. And say it's an no, A. No, don't meet in the middle. What are you giving it? I would do A B. I could go. I could. I could go back and forth between there, between an A and a B. I could. I can't go up to an S. Coward. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> no, this is an S tier movie. It's not though. It's it's, it's kind of working good... that I'm not weighing in at this point because the three of you can like there's a tiebreaker here. There's there's not a there's not a split. Although I don't yeah, know. I let me ask let me ask you a question for real. Let me like like though, like so. genuine genuine question. Yeah. Watching this movie, did you think it was going to it was going to end the way it did? Like 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 when you got no, to the point. No, I didn't point, think so. Like when you got to the point where you realized that they were going to lose, this world was going to die. I have zero problems with the writing. The script was perfect. I have have zero problems with the writing of the script. I think just the way some of the scenes were, the scenes came out. Otherwise, I I have no problem with the writing. So you're telling me we're better. So you're telling me that with better CGI, this is an S movie. Hey. I I think it's it's for me is right up there with suicide. It's right up there with you, the Suicide Squad. I, I liked it as much as I did the Suicide Squad. I don't like it Peacemaker level. It's okay, not Peacemaker for me. Okay. Hey. Everybody has their own. I'm trying to be cordial now. I know I called you a coward. I'm sorry about that. I shouldn't have said that. 
<laughs> you started flying between the A and B. You was trying to take the easy way out, man. No, I'm, I'm really, I really am looking at like what we've ranked and everything before, and I'm thinking about it. I, I liked it as much as I did the Suicide Squad. I do not like it more than Peace. Yeah, don't let him bully you into an S. I'm not. You think I'm gonna let this boy bully me? Absolutely not. I've been his bully for thirty some years. I am not gonna <laughs> let him bully me over this. <laughs> I've got um, physical scars on my body to prove that. That's not even true. She didn't anyway. hit me. She pushed me out of a shopping cart. <laughs> when did I do that? Whoa! When, when we when we went to uh, when we were out, what was it? Harper's Ferry in Virginia Beach. I don't know what you're talking about. I was I, I was in a. He's got like thirty year old trauma here. I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking actually, at it right now. I was riding inside the shopping cart, and you were pushing me, and you pushed, and then the shopping cart tipped over, and you had a choice to that make. That doesn't sound like I did it on purpose. <laughs> no, you, did, you didn't do it on purpose. It was a total oh. accident. But okay. then you left me. But then you left me there. Well, I mean. <laughs> I was going to say, the funny thing about this story is this could have been when you were children or could have been when you were like 20 no. and drunk. Like, I don't know. I, like, from I, the timeline, I just can't tell. I vividly remember I was fine and I stood up and I looked at my wrist and it was just, there was blood everywhere. And I started screaming, I'm bleeding. And Denise gone. took off. I, 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 I just watched her run away. And then I had, to walk, I had to walk home myself. <laughs> so oh man yeah good transition to ask the question that mariah put in the chat how would you handle meeting your past self is there a certain time there's okay, sort of a certain, we're going to say it for this exercise that time is linear we're not doing this whole multi-dimensional stuff is there mm -hmm. a certain period where you could go back and tell yourself a message go back in time and say hey yeah, this is gonna like we're gonna fix this. Like, would you want to meet your past? Like, let's start with would you want to meet your past self? And if you would, what would you want to tell your past self? Would have to be very careful. Like, <laughs> like Mariah is very concerned. I I don't <laughs> want to change be. the past. You know, change the future or anything. So it would have to be a very subtle message that's not going to change too much. But you just don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I could maybe just watch from afar, like throw a note or something. Maybe like Shauna said, get into a disguise quick and then meet your past self and say something. So it's what it's I, like I, it's, I, ball it up and throw it in. <laughs> no, it's like it's like moving the tomatoes. You like have to you have to do something where like you like distract your past self so that you like look at something and then have a thought. Like you have to plant a seed, but you can't actually yeah. deliver the message. Okay. You have to like yeah, the twenty dollar bill on the it. ground with a string. Like, yes. <laughs> throw yeah. in a little message, or it takes it to right. a bush and a, a note on the ground or something. Oh gosh! You have to guide. You can't. You can't just point out things. You gotta just and very, what, very carefully massage. In what capacity do I have to meet myself? Like, do I have to like shake my hand and like? Like acknowledge the fact that we're both there, or like she said, right, kind of say, there's your the rules. Distance. It was your question, so I'll say it's your rules. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I only asked the question because you said that Shauna had rules. I was like, well, that's a good question. Oh yeah, Shauna. But so, I don't. I don't know. I just very. All right, Shauna. Shauna, here's say. where I'm at. <laughs> oh no! I go pressure. back in time to 2 a.m. Friday morning. Right, I'm I, I'm in my house. I come up to my sleep self's phone. Mm -hmm. I log into my lottery app. I put in the numbers for that one bill, one point two billion, I think, at that point, and I'm just and I just dip back out. 
I wake up in the morning, I've won the lottery, I'm a billionaire, and future me is like, hey, we fucking did it, man, we lounging, we ain't got a care in the world, Puff Daddy played my birthday, it's not even my that's birthday, that's an I altar, just, I just paid Buff Daddy to be here for a day, Mariah like, said party pal, <laughs> <laughs> what'd she say, or all the family members that you didn't know you had tracked you down and you got killed, totally. I, I don't know, I just, absolutely that's lottery much. winners, that sounds rough, um, but I think that that abides by all of the, the like, how I would guide. That's the, If I had to give people advice, like, that's kind of how you would do it. But you would definitely not want to, like, trip and fall and have your 2 a.m. self wake up and find you in the bedroom. Like, because then you're going to be really fucked up. Like, I just don't think you, you might can get recover killed. from no, that. No, I think, I think <laughs> me being the person I am, if I woke up and saw myself like, hey, man, I'm just here putting in lottery numbers and I'm out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably just go back to sleep. But I think you gotta do a small enough amount that it won't change your life, but enough that it was like nah. good for the moment. What? No. Then you're changing the whole future. Like you yeah, gotta well, go out back at a point in time when you really needed money, but you didn't have enough money, and then you were able Friday to like, put, a couple Friday and- <laughs> put a couple thousand. Put a couple But I like that you didn't go far. You just went like a week. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Oh, you I'm, know what? Actually, I'll quit, I'll quit six day no, hot back. David is David is smart. You don't go like so far back in time. You go like a day back or two days back where you can yeah. change. Where not too much future is going to make a difference. Yeah, okay, David, okay. I'm I'm on it. Go I'm all for it. When that mega million go back happen. That's what seven saying. days. That's all you get. It went to somebody in Florida, and I know nobody in Florida deserves one point whatever billion dollars. So no. I wouldn't even feel bad about taking that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. I'm going back at least seven days, but no more than that. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like these parameters are are good because yeah, I was gonna even even just like thinking about my past self. I I probably wouldn't that interaction if I did have to come face to face probably wouldn't go well. I don't I don't mm-hmm. think it would. I think she'd be really annoying. I, I'd be like, God damn it. That's a lot of pressure, man. It is. Could you imagine having to go back and talk to your former self? That's a lot of pressure to not fuck it up. Yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. Too much. Not to not to just grab yourself and shake yourself. And then, I mean, quick story, David. There was a time Alicia, our sister, was talking to my, uh, my son, who at the time was like maybe five years old, and he didn't want to do his homework. It was something simple. And my sister grabbed him, and she basically was like, you need to do your homework. Do you know why? Because you'll you'll grow up and you'll do this and you and you won't do that. And she took him and she started shaking him and so almost almost in tears. And all of her adult problems came out on this five year old little boy on the mm. things that could happen if he didn't do his homework. I mean, the the problems he would face down the life if he didn't do his homework. <laughs> so going too far back, all of your problems, everything you know, you will take out on your younger self. And it, it will not be trauma. pretty. I have never. I know. This is what this is what I was thinking. I was just like, I don't know what I would be able to tell a younger version of myself that right. wouldn't be too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or like just enough. Like even then, like, okay, like be kinder. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm fine. I'm great. Like I just, it wouldn't right, go listen well. to you, you idiot. We're not going to be great. <laughs> I bet Ezra like, really wishes to go back in time. you think you are? Oh god! Oh man! So yeah, Dave, yeah. that's a good idea. Don't go back too far. Tuesday's perfect. No, yeah, a couple days. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it doesn't have to be the. It, 
not even like the Mega Millions. It could have been like the Powerball was like 175 million. Oh my God, ta- anything. I, right. I'd yeah. just move 80 million right now. Who wouldn't? Right. I'd take but one. Then- it's me or some 90 year old dude in Sarasota. Like, I'm, I'm, I feel okay about taking it. Yeah. But then, if you have the power, do you end up in this cycle where you go back like every week, but only so nope. many days, and nope. then you end nope. up stuck in this loop, or do you just I go? No, nope, I go back one time. Then... One time, one time I hit the lottery, and everything after that is is I'm on borrowed time anyway. So, <laughs> I feel like I would be so tempted to just keep going back and make like tiny, tiny adjustments that I would end up in this. Anyway. Well, that's the issue. People with that's the power right. to do something like that, they do abuse it. If nope. I didn't yeah. fix it, if I didn't fix it with a billion dollars, I cannot fix it. It's unfixable. It's it's something fundamentally wrong with me, or it's just one of those fixed points in the universe that's never going to change. But if one billion dollars <laughs> didn't do it. <laughs> Nothing will. Nothing's going to fucking do it. Yeah. So, Sean, it's answer your question. We're fine. We're going to go back to Tuesday. We're playing the Mega Millions. And that's and it. Final answer. I mean, this is a good plan. This is a good plan. I think as long as you don't end up abusing the power. But I think this is a good plan. Because also, David, I would like reminds- to note that our it's very first question dollars. Shana, I abused it. Our very first question to Shauna, when she has time travel powers, David, is why isn't she going back in time? to do something about slavery meanwhile we're like if you had just said a billion dollars i would have understood that's true <laughs> if, if you had just said <laughs> i just want to go back and get a billion dollars real quick he's like forgive it we understand so just get, give just like give 200 a, million a to the to the united negro college fund and just, <laughs> like Shauna's Canadian. She had nothing to do with it. She's taking the billion. Oh my god! Oh man! I don't think under the Negro College. Call it even. Even Stephen. Um. (laughs) Any last thoughts about the movie before we get into the fun that I have, and then we wrap up? Um. I'll tell you, I'm. I am angry that Ezra Miller is such a douche. Because, so here, here's what here's what we could have had, and 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 I want you to kind of picture this, right? We could have had a Flash who couldn't save that kid's dad, right? Mm-hmm. Who could not save his mother, who could not save his father, who had to watch himself die twice, and who had to realize that he needed to let a world die. That's oh, the yeah. Flash. That's the Flash we could have had. Yeah. Moving forward in the DCEU or whatever you want to call it, Ezra Miller is a generational talent. And had had they not fucked up so severely, everybody wins in that situation. Because like you said, if they were going to move forward, they could have done a reverse flash. Mm-hmm. and th- And that would have been so fucking cool to see. Because yeah. they got because they got the right flash this time. If they do flash again, I don't know if the next flash is gonna be as good as Ezra is because he set a really high fucking bar. Oh yeah, he's my favorite one. I did not like the Smallville one. I no. I, I do like the CW guy, but then when Ezra came out and Justice League, it was like this is this is him. He's, right, that's he's it. played it so well. You like yeah. he he is the he is the embodiment of understanding why some people 
are only on television and some people draw you to a movie theater. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's weird how human beings work like that, but that human being has that thing that could get people into a movie theater Yeah, and they, they wasted it on something like, like each thing individually was so fucking stupid and petty, but also wildly abusive to the point where I don't, I don't want to see you again. Like if, if there if there's another flash, I'm not I'm not in because like this one was already made. There was nothing they could do about it. They yeah. were like, look, we can we can cut we can cut our losses and not put it out, or we can just put it out and see what happens. Yeah. So I so I took this one in, but there won't be a next one for me if they're involved in it. And I and I no and I don't know how much did how much did you guys know about like Ezra Miller's like incidents before the movie like were you all caught up like to what everything that had happened i was just i I was more i was more headlines i was more headlines as i was going through twitter and seeing the tweets yeah and then seeing every every no every now and then people commenting i didn't dive into articles or anything because i didn't i mean i knew about like the hawaii bar assault stuff but i didn't like no i think i even i i think i deleted the tiktok that i made because i was like do you separate the art from the artist like i really love them but then i like read more about like the grooming and the Mm. burglary like he was like and just some of the other stuff i actually print out a little sheet of all the stuff because i was like (laughs) it's like thing after thing and i had no like idea like i I thought it was just the mental illness, like the bar fight, Hawaii stuff. And I was like, well, was, that's not, I mean, that's bad, but that's not like terrible. Yeah, like David but said, it's it was not. It, like taken apart. It sounded really stupid, but then there is some like, yeah, like the grooming allegations, like the, like the kind of holding people yeah. kind of as hostages or kidnapping, kind of having a cult all shacked up in this house, all kind of following him. Like they're just, some stuff got really, really bad. And it really did. And I, I was kind of following it, too, because at the same time, he was also being propped up to kind of carry the Fantastic Beasts franchise as he was as this stuff was happening, too. So there was a he was like WB was really involved in like yeah. banking him. And mm. so especially on the heels of Johnny Depp being released from Fantastic Beasts, people were like looking at WB like, what are you going to do something about Ezra, too? What's going on? What is happening? How is there? Yeah. How, are there exceptions being made? Are there not? So, um, I we're I don't know. I it it really put me off. Um, yeah, it really put he me is... off all of it. Just it got too much, and I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, but it just it, it just turned me off of kind of all of yeah, his work, they, their work. They are yeah. somebody who does not need any more money or influence, mm-hmm. because they do not know how to use that properly so yeah yeah well quiz time fun time yeah, let's get this quiz Woo. Woo. so from the movie we learned uh well we found well i mean we kind of i think we already knew it barry allen is a uh he has a day job he's a superhero with a day job so not all these heroes are out just fighting crime all day long some of them have to make a hard earned living like the rest of us. So I have a quiz where we're going to talk about, we're going to try to guess who is that superhero? What is their day job? Are we writing this down and like no. showing it? Or are we just or, I mean, shouting or, it if out? You want or... to. However I have you... nothing to write with or on. Okay, well, then we'll do it. I'm going 
don't know I'm if you want to raise your hand or if you just want to yell it out, whoever you want to do it. But the first question Hands I want to ask you, do you want easy mode or hard mode? So hard easy mode, mode is... Medium. Okay, well, first of all, there's no medium. I said easy hard. mode. Second of all, easy mode is I will tell you their superhero name. Hard mode is I will tell you their actual name. It and actual matter. name. So hard mode. Yeah. Okay. So... I guess to say, like, to signal to me that you have it, either either you yell it out or you can just say, I don't know. Maybe we'll start with yelling out. We'll see how that goes. So we can start with it with a softball one. Barry Allen. What was his scientist. day job? No. Forensic well, I guess scientist. yeah, I guess, but forensic they actually kind of said it, huh? Forensic Davis. analyst. Yeah, he's a forensic evidence. Um, analyst in a crime lab. Well, I mean, yeah. I oh, if if you hadn't just watched the movie and they actually said forensic evidence, <laughs> I, I would have known because I've watched every season of Flash also. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, next, um, I'm gonna try to go. Some of these, I so also some of them, I it is their actual day job. Some of them are kind of like pre-hero and they're kind of still dabbling it. Kind of trying to find people with superheroes or actual day jobs is kind of hard, but. Next, James Rhodes. Politician. High up in the military and advisor to the president. I don't wait. I'm I will take scientist. <laughs> I will say I will take both of those. I don't. He's either a soldier or he's a politician. I don't know what he does these days. Denise. I don't liaison for both. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, would say, I, would, I would. I would say Shauna was closest with the with the military. Shauna was stuff. closest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Davis got one. Shauna's got one. Okay, um, Matt Murdock, lawyer. Lawyer, David. He is an attorney. I was trying to figure out if he's a prosecutor or a defense, but I feel like he can go either defense. way depending on who. No, yeah. he's a he's a defense attorney. Is he? Oh, yeah. I got lawyer, but I wasn't gonna get. I wouldn't have gotten that. That I just said I just worked on attorney. I feel like I never knew if he was defense attorney or prosecutor. I feel like it was just depending on who he was. I feel like pro if you're a prosecutor, you work for the state. But he's got his own practice. All right. Um, Jake right? Lockley. Wait, 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 wait. Because this is important. Do we not know how the law works? What? <laughs> I mean. Do, do, do we not have a fundamental understanding of how the law works? Do, are, there private are there private practice like prosecutors? Are I there would say just... yes. Because I, I would say, say there's heard... also, I would say there's also like public defenders. Right. Oh, but he was a public because, defender, right? Right, but that's because everybody is entitled to a lawyer, right? But right, but you said that they were private practice, but I, I don't. Yeah, but are there private practice prosecutors? There's, there's, there's probably, probably for. Oh no. Probably. I don't. Oh, there can't, there can't be right. You know what? Let's us all yeah, take I'm, a I'm gonna... be thankful that we've never had to really engage. <laughs> I was about to personally. say I've never needed an attorney. Um, knock on wood. So, yay so for us. I don't know how this life works. Yay Are you us. really googling yeah. that right now? Yeah. Okay. Next question. I can't remember. I did somebody. Oh, I think I said. Uh, oh, Jake Lockley. Oh shit, Jake Lockley. Oh man, cab driver. Yes. Oh yeah, David. Who is Jake Lockley? Uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon That's Knight. one of his alter, alter egos, ego. and that alter ego happens to be a cab driver. Um, who's next? Lunella Lafayette. Oh, 
she's a baby scientist. She is a baby scientist. <laughs> yeah. She's also a student. So I wanted to put in very that, important. Her day job is that she is a student, but baby scientist I will also accept. What'd you say, David? She's is that Dino girl? girl? Yeah. That's Moon okay. Girl. Moon Girl, yeah. Girl and, yeah. And, and Devil Dinosaur. That's so cute. I love that one. Isn't she cute? <laughs> um, Kent Nelson. Mm. I will give you a hint because I don't know if you all, maybe you don't know who he is. He was in the movie that we talked about previous to this one. Is that Dr. Fate? It is Dr. Fate. Is he a dentist? He is evil not. Scientist. Not a dentist. <laughs> no. Or nor is he an evil scientist. Book doctor. historian. Uh he's an Oh yeah, what's he a doctor of? Archaeology? He's an archaeologist. Oh. Okay. Yep. He is an archaeologist. Um Henry Philip Hank McCoy. Oh, he's a scientist. He is. He's also and a professor. Also part-time cat. <laughs> part-time what? Cat. Oh. Yarn enthusiast. Part-time yarn enthusiast for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, Theodore Ted Salas. Oh. The hint on this one is we definitely should have ranked this higher in our MCU tier rankings. But I was the only one. Was it a man thing? Yes. Was it a professional B-list actor? (laughs) (laughs) He was also a scientist. Jackass. (laughs) So man thing was also a scientist. Ugh, hate you. Last but not least, and this one I thought was a fun one. I just I just found this casually while I was looking this up. Bobo T chimpanzee. Entertainer, scientist. Doesn't <laughs> Sean is going to for each of us? No, um, he's not. Circus monkey. Zoologist. No, and no. One more guess. Let me see if his powers or abilities will help you guys. Assassin. Um, Genius level intellect, ability to talk to all animals. He's a skilled swordsman and marksman. Inherent abu- er, he has the inherent abu- attributes of all the Earth chimpanzees. Very last attribute, and this will tell you what he is. He's an expert detective. Detective? He is a detective. His uh, hero name is Detective Chimpanzee. I feel like a fucking idiot. Because you said that, and I was like, wait, what is he now? Detective Chimpanzee? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's Detective Chimp. He is a chimp. You said he is. Did they make? Did they make this an animated one? But there's like, I'm in my head. I can see monkey was the animated one. Hit monkey. That's what I I was like. That's where my brain was trying to go, and it was just not working. I was thinking Hit Monkey, but I wasn't sure if he had an actual name, and I didn't look him up. And I was like, but and but I also wasn't sure if he was a hero. So his kind of got a little weird, and I was like, "Eh, I don't know. That was good. That got progressively harder. That was nice. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Yeah, I yeah, apologize exactly. on the uh, the James Rhodes one because I needed another one. I didn't have a lot. And I was like, I genuinely don't know what he does. But... No, that was a good one because, I, I mean, I don't really know what he does either. So yeah, I think Shows he's up just in like a military advisor things. person yeah. when yeah. he's not well, captive. <laughs> or a squirrel. 
Oh, yeah. Well, the scroll is also acting as a political advisor, so really it's just when he's prisoner. I mean, I would, but I'll say, I would, space, I would say spoiler warning, but none of y'all watched that show anyway. Not y'all. I know y'all watched it, but nobody listening that watched it. So. I ain't watched that show. <laughs> it was a great, I mean, great show to the last episode, man. Yeah. Well, that wraps up another week for us. We liked The Flesh. Gave it an A. Some of us will argue and say an S, and I'm, I know, David, but turned out to be an A movie for us. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mariah, do you want to close this out? <laughs> um, well, we said it at the beginning. Just make sure that you guys follow us on everything. Um, Facebook. I don't know why I said that first. Like, that's important. Uh, Instagram. God TikTok. <laughs> I mean, I just don't post on there, so... Oh, 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 but oh my god, but we are live on Facebook, so if you're watching this <laughs> right now on Facebook. Damn, Mariah. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you're definitely, you're definitely still cool if you watch this on Facebook. Damn, Mariah. We, we really appreciate you. We don't um, like any less than you at all, man. But, um, yeah, if you follow us on, like, Instagram, TikTok, or even, like, go into Spotify Anchor, like, give us a review, leave us some comments, tell us, you know, what you think, what you'd like more of or less of, or just topics we haven't talked about. I think right now we mentioned earlier, like, the strikes going on, some new things, but not really. So if there's, like, an old, you know, trilogy or an old movie that you think would be fun for us to maybe watch for our first time and talk about it, let us know. Yeah, like maybe Back to the Future. I feel like it's probably something I should probably watch. Maybe. 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 One day. You'll get a lot of references after that. <laughs> You'll look back at your career as a nerd and go, oh, this is what they were talking about? This is it? But there's know, a we'll lot see. of them. We'll see. Maybe I'll understand a lot of Rick and Morty references, but I don't know. You've anyway. never wondered what like a flux capacitor was or nothing. You had to learn. No, I've never like, wondered. I don't even know if I've ever heard those words spoken out loud. Uh. Anyway. All right. Well, shit. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, Mariah and I are harmonizing. Bye. <laughs>